Hi, I'm Mia Quinn, and welcome to Sustainably Speaking. In past episodes, we've talked with people from across the world who are driving big changes in sustainability. Today, we're going to narrow our focus a bit and talk with a few female engineers and specialists who've chosen a career path to make plastics more sustainable. Of all the STEM fields, engineering has the lowest proportion of women, 14%. Now, while that stat isn't where we'd like it to be, more women are going into STEM than ever before. So let's talk with a few. Monica Kletchik has her PhD in chemical engineering and she works in e-commerce. Okay, so when we're talking about chemistry, I wanna understand how people find their passion. So tell me a little bit about how you got into it. I think I'd have to give the credit to my parents. From a very young age, my dad drilled into me that you need to get a master's degree, you need to find something that you're passionate about. Because at the time he could see like a high school degree was not enough. Then maybe an undergrad degree will eventually not be enough. So you need to differentiate yourself and do that master's. So he's like, try to start figuring out in high school what you like. And so I gravitated towards the sciences. I'm not completely sure why, but I know my mom had a little nickname for me because I was doing well in chemistry and my mom is Polish and Marie Curie is from Poland. And so she's like my little Marie Curie minus the radiation poisoning. I don't know. It was just kind of playful. And then my parents always were very, very involved. They loved doing projects with me. I got excited about projects and homework. So I think because my parents made it fun, it became a part of me and something that I was excited for. And then it was just a natural progression from there. So then you go to college and you're studying chemistry or science? At the time, I was hoping to go into biology and then into how to cure cancer. Um, My father's had cancer three times now. So that was something that was very close to me my entire life. So I was passionate about it. But I went to the University of Toronto. Everyone wants to go to med school there. So your first class, they're saying that there's 5,000 of you in this first year biology class. Only two of you are going to go to med school. I'm like, wow, maybe not for me. Then I started gravitating towards chemistry and that was where I ended up. I didn't really like organic chemistry too much and I gravitated towards materials in organic chemistry. So then how did that lead you into plastics? I think the excitement of it and that it's ever-changing and I think it's ever-changing more so now because it is under such a huge lens when you know you look at the plastics industry one three five years ago it is completely different now you look at your company goals you look at the industry goals and there's change you feel like you can make a difference and you are making a difference I want to stand by that because we have one planet so we better take care of it and it's important that we do something because it's, you know, it's going to make a difference for my child and my children's children. So it's something that's top of mind for everyone. And I think everyone needs to commit a little bit more time into it. You know, all those air cushions that protect what's inside the packages that you order? Those plastic air pillows are made of film and film is really hard to recycle. But Monica and her company, Nova Chemicals, are using post-consumer recycled content, that's PCR, to make them. Monica and I talked a lot about this, and she offers some great advice to people looking to enter the sciences professionally. I remember when I first started off, I was afraid maybe to look dumb. You know, you don't ask questions. And it was probably my biggest downfall. Even when you start working, why reinvent the wheel? 
You know, if someone already knows how to do them, ask questions. So same thing, just just ask questions. There's no dumb question. You can learn so much along the way and try things out, right? If you have the opportunity, and I think you can have huge tunnel vision when you're just in education and you're just in university. So going out and experimenting is great. So going out, trying, you know, putting in some time, uh, volunteering, whatever it may be, figure out what you like. It's hard to make a decision on what you're going to do for the rest of your life when you're 16, 18, 20. So you just got to get out there and don't be afraid to make some mistakes and, you know, trip every so often. Uh, Cause just, you know, you don't, you learn from your mistakes, not from doing the right thing all the time. Right. So even if you find out you dislike it, then you find out one path that maybe you shouldn't take. Some people are lucky enough to have careers that are fueled by purpose. But for many of us, we need something to be inspired by first. And that inspiration can come from anywhere. For some, it's always been right in front of them. So I was kind of raised in a home that we've always had a really big garden growing up. So we would make meals from our fresh garden every summer. Any waste that we had, we would compost the vegetables. My mom always says like one person can make a difference. And so I would say my mom, like I was always raised in kind of like an environmentally sustainable type home. It's funny because my parents even give me their plastic. And so since we can recycle it here at our facility, so it's kind of funny that she lives all the way in Pittsburgh and we take her plastic. That's Angie Johnson. She works as an environmental health and safety manager at Altera, based in Akron, Ohio. They reclaim hard-to-recycle plastics like film, packaging, bags. They use advanced recycling technology that reduces the need to keep digging up raw materials. Speaking of digging, Angie's experience in her childhood garden with her mom helped inspire her academic interests and eventual career. I have both my bachelor's and master's in environmental health and safety, So with that being in my title, it's obviously very important to me from an environmental standpoint. So the fact that I can take what I learned in school as far as protecting people and the environment, which was what, you know, my degrees are in, uh, and apply that to my job directly is incredible. And she talks about how her passion for nature can sometimes intersect with the purpose that she finds in her job. My husband and I, we love to go to the national parks. And we were just in the Rocky Mountain National Park. And I remember we climbed all the way to the top of Emerald Lake. And it was quite a strenuous hike. And I just remember actually thinking about work whenever I was at in Emerald Lake because it just kind of got to me. One thing that makes our company unique is that everybody here genuinely believes in the mission. And so as an EHS person, it makes my job a lot easier whenever you don't have to uh, get that buy-in. So anyway, that's that's one thing I would just say. <laughs> so we have a great company here, and we genuinely are trying to do the right thing, and we are moving in the right direction here. Buy-in at the workplace is so critical to team success, and it can only happen when there's alignment around purpose and goals. But it takes great managers to implement the right types of processes to ensure that the right people are on the team and in roles that allow them to thrive. Next up is Maria Belichick. 
A colleague of Angie's, she recently graduated with a degree in chemical engineering from Ohio State University and is well on her way to making a huge impact. We talked about what it was like for her to start as an intern in her field. I did two fall co-ops and uh, one summer internship. I actually got my foot in the door with Marathon through working for the pipeline division and environmental. So I said, basically, give me whatever you got. And the environmental group was very friendly and interesting to me. I learned a lot. And that experience helps me even to this day because now I can see where our processes help make it more sustainable, help reduce waste and all that good stuff. I learned that there was a startup in Akron, Ohio that was focusing on advanced recycling, and I thought that was the coolest thing I'd ever heard. So happy to be here. It's definitely my dream job where I've been able to work on so many different things and have a pretty impactful role even as a new grad. So when you heard it was advanced recycling, what excited you about that? I didn't know much about recycling, to be honest. But what I learned is that Altera is looking into using pyrolysis oil as the starting material and creating plastic. That's the most interesting thing about Altera is that it's using something that would go to landfill, taking that and making these useful products out of it. So with our advanced recycling technology, we're aiming for a fully circular cycle for plastics, which is just amazing. You're fresh out of college, but you probably have learned the latest and greatest. Do you feel like you're educating your older colleagues too, to that extent? Well, I love just sharing ideas with everyone and, and challenging people's ideas. I think being fresh out of college and also being the first female engineer here, I'm just so excited to, to have that opportunity to be that. And it's just really fun. If I were in a larger company, I would not have that level of pull in the company. I wouldn't be able to talk with the legacy guys who have been here the longest, whereas now I have daily conversations with them and I, I learn from them and hopefully they can learn something from me. It's added tremendous value to my life to feel like I'm part of something important and that I matter here. It's great, it's great to hear. What advice would you give to anyone starting in the field of, of engineering or really anything? Don't be afraid of seeming stupid. I have appeared very stupid on a number of occasions because of my lack of experience, but people who are older than you know that you're not actually stupid. They know that you have an information gap. You have an experience gap with them. They do not expect you to be at their level of experience. You are not stupid. You're just not completely informed yet. You need to gain confidence through learning, through trying. And asking lots of questions. Exactly. Yeah. There is no such thing as a bad question. Continue to grow. Don't be afraid to challenge norms and um, do research yourself as well. I mean, there's a fine line, I guess, between asking those questions and also informing yourself to the best of your ability. And now I love it. And I have that shared passion with everyone here for making plastics a truly sustainable uh, material and bridge that gap we have right now in the sustainability circle. So that's kind of what motivates me now, but I didn't have that experience before. Thank you so much for spending this time with us. Loved having you here. Thank you so much. And thanks to everyone for listening to Sustainably Speaking. It's been so fun to speak with such talented women, Monica, Angie, and Maria. 
I know we'll be hearing from them and about them. Again, they're doing amazing things. And we'd love to hear from you. Do you have a question about sustainability in the plastics industry? Email us at info at plasticmakers.org.